0: Listeners, it's Haley Ryan. On today's episode, you'll hear from Miss Bailey Williams. Bailey is currently the social media coordinator for the men's volleyball team at George Mason University, but a career managing social media isn't necessarily what Bailey wants to do for the rest of her life. So stay right here as Bailey explains why she's taking advantage of this opportunity, and she also tells James what she's getting out of it. Don't go anywhere and take note of Bailey's advice coming up on the pregame podcast.
1: What's going on, everybody? Back at it again with the Winning Edge Game Changing Retreat. And tonight we have Bailey Williams. Bailey, say what's up to everybody.
2: Hey, everyone.
1: <laughs> How are things going?
2: Things are awesome. How are things over there?
1: Good, good. Everything's going well. Glad to have you up here tonight. Looking forward to a great conversation. So Bailey, before we get, get into it, if you just want to give us a little background information about yourself, where you're from, um, what you're currently doing, and what school you're at.
2: Right, yeah. So I, I actually am from West Palm Beach, Florida. Um, I attend school at George Mason University, and I'm majoring in communications with a concentration in media production and criticism, and I'm minoring in sports communication.
1: Cool, cool, cool. How how has the experience been coming from West Palm Beach, Florida, all the way to George Mason, Virginia?
2: Yeah, so it's been tricky. Uh, so at mm-hmm. first, you know, getting used to the weather was kind of tricky, but that's what I came here for was the four seasons. Um, Definitely loved the four seasons. Um, At first, also, like, I definitely – um was a little homesick, but volleyball has definitely helped push me push me through that so that's definitely been uh a blessing so yeah,
1: right what made you choose george Mason to um partake on your athletic career
2: right so originally the the uh coach who had recruited me here was uh i loved the coach i, I absolutely mm-hmm. loved the coach she was Great! I was I was ready to take on this program with her, Um, so and obviously the opportunity to get a full scholarship here, and then I love the opportunities George Mason University had for me. So even after Mm -hmm. I graduated, that that was my main concern, um, Mm -hmm. graduating and making sure I was you know I was going to be okay after college after I graduated.
1: (laughs) Absolutely. What opportunities have you been able to take advantage of while there at George Mason as a student athlete so far?
2: Yeah. Uh, so the George Mason athletic department does a great job with our student athletes, making sure that, you know, we have, um, uh, we we're we're all set when, when we graduate. Um, the, the athletics department has definitely helped me. They, right now I'm actually the social media manager for our men's volleyball team. So okay. I've been doing that. And then also i actually did last week i was the on the court host for at our men's uh basketball game against bcu so that mm-hmm. was a great opportunity for me um uh, it was definitely nerve wracking um in front of forty five hundred uh people there but it it was definitely one to remember so right
1: yeah is there is there any synergy there with being the um social media manager of the men's volleyball team and how is that preparing you for your role and what you want to pursue as a as a career option
2: um so being a social media manager it's not what I want to do exactly but it doesn't uh kill me to you know add that to my resume it's all about experiences getting your foot in the door and I think that by me doing this it's also it's something that I like to do like it's social media number one and number two it's it's our men's volleyball team so I know a lot about volleyball in general, and so getting to, you know, post things about how well our men's team is doing, that's something I, I find something, I find that to be very helpful in the future for me, beneficial for me in the future.
1: Right, 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 absolutely. Now, I see here where athletics has truly been an influential role in your life um, to the extent where you've been able to even travel the world um, due to volleyball. If you just want to give us a little background on how you got your start with volleyball and what the sport has truly done for you?
2: Yeah, so my family, I come from a a very competitive family, I should say. We all Mm -hmm. play sports. Uh, My dad played overseas uh, basketball professionally, and then my mom also played volleyball. She actually didn't play collegiately, but she's been playing it for years, and she's definitely the reason why I am where I am today. Um, Mm. She was the one... She actually was a volleyball coach, and at first I was the one being dragged to all her practices, all her games, and that was very um, not so fun for me at the time because all I I couldn't, I would say I was around like three or four, and I I just didn't, I didn't know how to play. I didn't know what volleyball was at the time, and finally my mom got me into the gym one day, and she was like, listen, this is what you're going to (laughs) do. This is how you're going to get to college. So definitely grateful for her Uh um I definitely um I've been so many places because I've played volleyball I've played I played travel volleyball I've been all over the the U.S. and then Uh uh, also I've been to Spain Croatia Italy it's just it's awesome that volleyball has has gotten me to places that I've never been and also volleyball is definitely helped me create relationships along the way, you know, like I have a friend all the way in Italy and then we're still talking to this day. So wow. I, I think it's awesome that I get to create these relationships and, you know, just have these people when I do come and visit, they not for volleyball and I get to spend some time with friends, you know?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Now, away from being a volleyball player, you're also an, an excellent student what has allowed you and enabled you to really be at sale academically as well as, um, athletically?
2: Right. So I think it, it definitely starts at a young age, you know, growing up, my, my family has always told me that, you know, your studies come first, being a student becomes is first, then, you know, athlete comes second. So I think having that strong foundation growing up has definitely helped me. Um, also when you, go to college, you're a freshman or transfers, George Mason University has this thing where um, when you're first year um, coming into George Mason, you have, to, you, you are required to have eight hours of study hall. So mm-hmm. that has definitely helped me prepare, you know, my first year in college, you know, you're, you're nervous, you don't know what's <laughs> going to be happening, you know, that, yeah. that first year is always challenging. So I think right. I have George, the athletics department to help, you know, think for me um, as I excel on and off the court, so.
1: Absolutely. And as along with being an academic scholar and athletic achiever, you're also um, in a number of leadership positions. I see where you're the George Mason University Student Athlete Advisory Council Vice President, as well as the Atlanta 10 Student Athlete Representative. How has that experience been, um, being in those leadership positions?
2: Honestly, it's honestly the greatest role. It's the leadership role, which is what I love because I, Mm -hmm. you know, I love leading the team. And um, so basically the student athletic advisory council, we can call it SAC for short is what we call it. Um, I am the vice president um, of our um, SAC. And with that, I definitely have to make sure that you know we're we're in, in line with our planning and making sure that we're getting things done the right way. Um, as for the Atlantic 10 SAC rep, I am the Atlantic 10 rep for George Mason University. So everything that we do on campus, um, I I basically report back to um, this group of people who are also Atlantic 10 SAC reps for their school within our conference, and I basically just report back and let them know what we're doing and. We kind of piggyback off ideas and then let alone we also make sure that um, the NCA. Um, we have different campaigns that we do um, every year. And so we make sure that we get those those done. So
1: mm-hmm. absolutely. Now, with so many uh, student athletes and athletes in general now using their platforms to really address social issues, social injustice issues um, as a leader and being a leader of these being in a leadership position, has there been a lot of dialogue around the current social climate and different social issues going on around the United States, as well as, um, in Virginia, if you want to simplify it.
2: Yeah. So uh, I, this could be really tricky because, um, you know, politics these days, it's, you know, you never know what's, what's going to happen or, and you got to be careful with what you say these, these days. Um, I feel like student athletes, um, we should really use our voices mm-hmm. as power, and I feel like we have so many people that look up to us um uh, and and it just it would be great for more student athletes to uh definitely use their voice and and make make the place better make the world a better place How about that right. so right. um in in regards to like the more recent more local to me in Virginia, it's definitely been really hard, especially for me as a um my uh a black student athlete. I I feel I feel like this, uh, issue has definitely impacted me and uh, like I I go to school in Virginia, you know, and mm-hmm. so I feel like it's it's really hard to say oh that's my governor, um right.
1: Just so the audience is clear, you're referring to the blackface incident, right?
2: Right, right. So it's just really hard for me personally. I'm sure along with a lot of other student athletes, but for me personally, it's definitely impacted me.
1: Absolutely. And I think as as athletes and as citizens and as as my as minorities and as millennials, we I believe we're obligated to really address these issues and be the change for the next generation. Um, I think the time has come where it's not just good enough to be in positions just just to hold that position. If you're not in that position to um I think drive inclusive excellence and drive change and to be the people for everybody, to be a voice for the the voice list, and I think um you're you're really truly being a disservice to um the people that are looking up to you.
2: I agree.
1: Yeah. Now away from the court, I see where you're actually doing some coaching, right?
2: Yeah, I sure am.
1: <laughs> How sure how's is. that experience been going from being the player to now having to coach a, a set of girls? How's that experience been?
2: Yeah, it's it's definitely been challenging. Um I definitely learn a lot every day with these girls. I, co- I coach fifteen year olds and, and actually some of them are, are actually fourteen year olds old. So it's definitely hard. Not hard, but it's definitely Helped me create or have a lot of more patience with them. Mm-hmm. um You know, I I coach right now, but I'm also in spring season, so I, I definitely changed from being a player to coach. Um, like every other day, so it's it's it definitely have um helped me develop as a player and a coach in, in that sense. That sometimes each like each day I have to realize like these girls are 15 years old, and I have to make sure that I am able to critique them and help them grow into the players that they want to be and make them help them you know
1: absolutely how how has this coaching um experience really manifested within your life as far as have you seen self-growth self-growth just from being a coach
2: oh yeah definitely so I actually just got promoted to being head coach so that has definitely yeah so that has definitely helped me Um, I definitely see myself, if not, I could do this in the future. I've been doing it for quite a a long time now. So I feel like this has definitely helped me grow as a person and it's definitely helped me carry on more responsibility. And, um, these girls actually look up to me. So it's like, I I got, I have a lot more on my, on my shoulders. So I have to keep a better or have a better, um, what's the word I'm looking for a better presence and I have to keep in mind that these girls are watching me and Mm -hmm. you know just help them grow as a player so
1: right absolutely now away from coaching and also away from the court actually with this one I see where you're also a lady of alpha kappa alpha (laughs) sorority incorporated right
2: yeah, (laughs) know yeah forget it
1: Right. What is uh, What is it like being a part of that that sisterhood and that bond? And oh, what does that goodness. mean to you?
2: So, honestly, it is the best thing. I honestly, I have I actually don't have any real sisters. I have two two younger brothers, so it's it's awesome that I have twenty three other sisters. That um, so that's awesome. So All right, definitely has helped me more contribute to my community. Um, mm-hmm. we're all about service to mankind. So I, I, I just love that because it's all about giving back to your community. Like the, the community has always, has done so much for you. You should honestly give back. Mm-hmm. So that, that has definitely been a great thing. We've, um, you know, Alpha Kappa Alpha Sword Incorporated. We were the first, <laughs> so first and finest <laughs> ever do right. it. So I gotta put that in there, but um, I love my sisters and the sisterhood and everything that comes with it. Um, it's just all about um growth, like empowering other women, and so I think that was that's why I alpha cap alpha sorority was the the way to way to go.
1: Absolutely. Now, um, Bailey, I see here where you're looking to pursue a career in broadcasting, right? Oh yeah. Yeah. what what's been your um, inspiration to pursue that field? Was it someone you came across or has that just been something that you've always been some somewhat inclined to do?
2: so it's it's funny that you asked this. Um, I actually originally I wanted to be um, an athletic trainer at one point and okay. then I wanted to be uh, in the criminal justice field and then I finally <laughs> figured out. <laughs> that I definitely wanted to be in the sports broadcasting um field. Not only because I don't know if and Jay Williams, he is the ESPN sports analyst. He also attended Duke he was a basketball superstar at Duke University. And then he also um was drafted at Chicago Bulls, but then he also um his his career ended a little bit short. He's actually my cousin. Right. Oh so, wow yeah, so he definitely has, um, influenced me a little bit seeing him on that, on that TV. And he actually has this motto called talking on TV like it's just you and me. And I, <laughs> I just think that was just something that is truly, um, has, has definitely, I have definitely, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? I've, I definitely have took that and I, I wanna i wanna be that person on t v talking um mm-hmm. like it's just you and me so um yeah, so he's definitely influenced at seeing maria taylor she seeing a black another black woman you know, on television has just definitely inspired absolutely. me you 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 don't see that a lot, let alone at women all. um it's definitely been hard for women to you know in the sports business to. Right. So it's it, you hear it's it's such a a man's job and yeah. I feel like it, it's changing nowadays even though it it we've grown and it's been better I I still think that we have a long way to go as women.
1: Right, absolutely, black, and yeah, yeah. Being a black woman and aspiring to um, pursue a career in broadcasting, you're about to attend the game-changing retreat. So I, I have to ask, when you do? reach your field and your dream career um as of choice as being a, a sports broadcaster what do you, what will you do to ensure that the next generation of women of color young girls um have the opportunity and get the experiences to become a sports broadcast a sports broadcaster because i'm i've always been one to believe that when we make it to certain positions um we're obligated to reach back and try to help uplift others that are trying to get to the same position specifically, and especially people from my community, um, African-American men and women.
2: Oh yeah. So I, I, I'm honestly so excited for, um, this retreat actually. And, um, I think definitely after, even after the retreat, I think it's, it is definitely my job as a black woman to give back to my community. It's, um, I definitely want to do something when it comes to women and and being in the sports field. Um, I feel like I can see myself in the future doing something with um, high schoolers who okay. um, who want to be in the sports uh, field, and um, whether it, I definitely want it to be a nonprofit. Um, I okay. actually was just thinking about this the other day, giving back to my community. So it, it's interesting that you have you asked me this question because right. <laughs> i had been thinking about it um yeah. I, I, it's very important to me so i definitely want to do something it's it's just a matter of what i want to do and and how i want to do it so
1: absolutely absolutely i just think it's um essential and it's vital that we we don't forget where we come from because it's been a struggle it's, it's always a struggle for african americans to reach certain right. positions. We always have to go the extra mile. So I think when we do get in positions to really influence change and be changed, I think it's important that we take advantage of that opportunity. Right. I agree. So with all that being said, you've been accepted into the 2019 Winning Edge Game Changing Cohort Retreat. Um, Well, you're, you're a cohort member of this year's retreat. So I got to ask, <laughs> what will you be bringing to Atlanta this summer?
2: Uh, what will I be bringing? Yeah, energy. what will you be
1: as far as any en- energy? Okay, okay. got to bring I can, that energy. Gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> okay, gotcha, you, gotcha, you, gotcha. You. So I'm going to be looking when, when times when people, you know, you may see people, days get kind of long, I need you to get the vibe back flowing when those days get sort of long.
2: Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah,
1: absolutely. And what will you be looking for the Winning years Game Changing Retreat to do for you as far as your um professional growth?
2: I definitely would love to uh, just create more really I'm a people person I just love meeting new people and hearing their stories and and just hearing where they come from and just seeing where they are and, and in the future when when they are, become who that the person who they want to be I just I just love hearing those stories and so I feel like I definitely would love to just create more relationships along the way so that's what uh, I'm here um... for.
1: Well, there will definitely be a lot of opportunities to build on relationships, intentional relationships. I think that's the biggest um beneficiary of this um this game changing retreat is that every relationship, just the whole vibe there you can tell everything is intentional and authentic and purpose behind it. People aren't right. just speaking you know just to speak just to get your name out there, but people are genuinely um interested and invested in trying to get to know who you are and how they can help you
2: right and that's why and that's why i'm just so thankful and so blessed to have the opportunity to do this because you know you don't you don't get these opportunities every day you know and so when you do get these opportunities you got to take it and, and and go and run with it you know
1: absolutely absolutely well bailey it's truly been a pleasure having you on this call for tonight And I look forward to getting to know you and getting to see you at the 2019 Winning Edge Game Changing Retreat in Atlanta.
0: Awesome. Thank you. All
1: right. Take care.
0: Thanks for listening to this episode of the Pregame Podcast. If you want more hashtag game changing info, then head over to our website, winningedgeleadership.org. You can also find out more about how hashtag WeGameChange on our Instagram and Twitter handles at the We Leadership or find us on Facebook and LinkedIn. All right, guys, I'm out, but stay tuned for the next episode.